the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let us pray this day. Avinu Malkenu, my Father, our Father, and our King. Blessings to you, Lord. We love you, we praise you. And we want to have an intimate relationship with you today and forevermore. And so we come to you, Lord, asking in humility that you would touch our hearts and our minds. That the words that we speak, I I love the scripture, Lord, that you gave us. The words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart that they would be acceptable to you, for you are my rock and you are my redeemer. And so I pray that this show would inspire that kind of thinking and action, O Lord, that everything we do would be done understanding that you are with us, you are listening, you are watching, and that we are beholding to you So, Lord, touch us as we seek to obey you and serve you and give you all the glory. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. Okay, so here we are. It is the beginning of Elul, actually Elul, the month of Elul, which is on the Hebrew calendar, actually started Wednesday, August the 23rd. But we'll get to that in a second. You know, I think this is a great time to improve our relationship with the Lord. The past couple weeks, we've uh, talked about morning affirmations coming from that wonderful book, Face to Face by Kenneth Boa. And uh, I told you that I would email you uh, the morning affirmations, and a number of you called up, and I really appreciate that, shows me that you're listening and and that you care, and and I really believe that that will be a tremendous blessing for you. 
Um, we are still sending that out, so feel free to call Karen at 813-831-5673. Ask for morning affirmation. But we have something else that we're doing. We want to give money to the Messianic congregations in Houston, Texas. Uh, I know that all of you are following what's going on in Texas and Louisiana. And we want to not only bless the entire body of believers, but we also want to bless the Messianic community. So if you are interested in joining us and sending checks there, then you can send it to us and we will send one large check. And what we promise is 100% of our gifts, yours and mine, will be used for the victims of this hurricane. So again, uh, in order to do that, you can call Karen at 813-831-5673. So as I mentioned, uh, the Hebrew calendar, which is a little different than our calendar that we use daily, uh, started the month of Elul on Wednesday, August the 23rd. And this month is a time traditionally for preparation for the High Holy Days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And tradition teaches us that the month of Elul is for repentance. This mood of repentance builds through the month of Elul to Rosh Hashanah and finally Yom Kippur. So the name of this month is spelled, now stay with me here, in Hebrew, it uses an Aleph, a Lamed, a Vav, and a Lamed. And this is said to be in an acronym for Aniledodi Vedodili, which is, I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine, which is a quote from Song of Songs or Song of Solomon, uh, chapter 6, verse 3, where the beloved is God and the I is the Jewish people. And the word Elul means search, which is appropriate because this is a time of year when we are supposed to search our hearts. Elul is also a time to begin the process of asking forgiveness for wrongs done to other people and forgive those who have uh, hurt and offended you. So as we prepare for the holy days, our appointed times with God, let us make the most of this preparation month as we seek to get closer to the Lord. Today, I'd like to talk about two words as we prepare for the awesome opportunity to be obedient to God and observe His holy days, which He calls appointed times. The first word that we're going to look at is the word search. The dictionary definition is to try to find something by looking or otherwise seeking carefully and thoroughly. But I'd like to add to that, when you search, you're looking for something that you believe has value. Most of the time it has great value. Matthew 6, 33, but seek first the kingdom of God 
and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. That certainly has value to seek God, right? Proverbs eight seventeen. I love those who love me. Those who earnestly seek me, find me. Okay, so this is talking about seeking God, which we can all agree is vitally important. As difficult as that can be for some, there is more a more difficult thing to search for, which is almost as important as searching for God. What would that be? Well, search yourself. Who are you? What are your characteristics that make up your self-image? Or how do you view yourself? Self-image is the conceptualization we form in our minds about the kind of person that we are. We all draw a mental picture of ourselves, and it's a picture that tends to remain relatively stable over times unless we deliberately try and change it. Our self-image is based on what we've learned from our environment, such as uh, what other people have told us about ourselves and how they appear to respond to us. But it's also based in part on our own interpretations of events, right? To the extent to which it is both accurate and balanced significantly impacts our overall psychological well-being and the character of our relationships. Your self-image can be distorted, it can be not balanced, and it can be unhealthy for a variety of reasons. This is why searching ourselves is such an important thing to do. However, most of us either don't do it or we do it superficially because it's too much emotional work and it's easy for us to put a Band-Aid over our wound rather than clean it up and receive healing. So let's take a look at the idea of examining ourselves. In 1 Corinthians 11.28, it says this, But a man must examine himself and let him eat of the bread and drink from the cup. For the one who eats and drinks without recognizing the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. Whoa, right? Listen to the rest of this in verse 30. For this reason... Many among you are weak and sick, and quite a few have died. For if we were judging ourselves thoroughly, we wouldn't be coming under judgment. Whoa. But when we are judged, we are being disciplined by the Lord so that we might not be condemned along with the world. Wow, that's a heavy scripture, isn't it? It seems clear from this scripture that if we want to have intimacy with God represented by the Lord's Supper, we have to do some homework. And how we do that homework will result in whether or not God is going to discipline us. From this scripture, there also seems to be a connection between our physical health 
in our ability to search and find and deal with those things that are not pleasing to the Lord. Lamentations 3.40 says it this way, Let us examine and test our ways and let us return to Adonai. Job 13.23 says, How many are my iniquities and sins? Show me my transgressions and sin. And Psalm 139 23 and 24 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Examine me and know my anxious thoughts, and see if there be any offensive way within me, and lead me into the way everlasting. Look, searching is hard. Just ask King David. (laughs) Remember him? In 2 Samuel 11, one evening, David rose from his bed and strolled on the roof of the royal palace. Then from the roof he saw a woman washing, a very beautiful woman. So David sent someone to inquire about the woman, and uh, he reported, Isn't this Bathsheba, daughter of Elam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? Then David sent messengers and took her, which means he made love to her. And when she came to him, and, and he lay with her, So she had purified herself from uncleanness. Then she returned to her house. The woman conceived and sent word to David saying, I'm pregnant. Now, having done all of this, do we have any record of King David searching his heart? No. So in 2 Samuel eleven fourteen it says, So in the morning David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it to by Uriah's hand. Okay, the very person that he's going to get killed is the person who's delivering the message to get himself killed. This is awful. In verse 15, in the letter he wrote, Put Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle and withdraw from him so that he may be struck down and die. Now, Let me ask you again, did David search his heart at this point? (laughs) When Nathan came to him after this whole Bathsheba incident, we see obviously God had given Nathan a tactic so that David would actually look at his sin, as difficult as it was, because he did not seem to be able to deal with that search. So let me ask you, do you have sense, hey, maybe not as bad and appalling as King David's, that you are not willing to look at? There are so many reasons we don't look at our sins. Usually, we rationalize them away. So I'm thinking King David said, um, well, I'm the king. I have the right to do what I want. Or maybe she shouldn't have tempted me washing out there uh, where I could see her. Or maybe he said, in fact, she might have known that I was looking and wanted the attention because her husband hadn't been with her in a while because he was off at war. So it's her fault I did this. Now you say, this is crazy. He wouldn't have said that. Who would ever say that to themselves? But you know what? When most people rationalize, it sounds crazy to everybody else, not to the person who's rationalizing. I bet you have some interesting rationalizations 
hey, do you need me to send Nathan to come and speak to you so that you can open your heart to a search of yourself? So 2 Samuel 12, verse 4, now a traveler, I'm going to shorten this story. Now a traveler came to the rich man, but he was unwilling to take one from his own flock or herd to prepare a meal for the wayfarer who had come to him. Rather, he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man that had come to him. Then David's anger blazed hot against the man and said to Nathan, As Adonai lives, the man that did this deserves to die, so he must make restitution for the lamb fourfold, because he did such a thing and showed no pity. Then Nathan said to David, You are the man. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Thus says Adonai, God of Israel, it is I who anointed you king over Israel, and it is I who have delivered you from the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your bosom, and I gave you the house of Israel uh, and of Judah. Now, if that were too little, then I would have added to you so much more. Why then have you despised the word of Adonai by doing such evil in my eyes. Look, once you really search and allow God to reveal to you your hidden sins in your life, the next step is to repent. And certainly King David did that. The scripture that seems to be to deal with this whole area of of searching and repenting is Psalm 51. Let's read a little of it. Verse 3, be gracious to me, O God, according to your mercy, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Okay, I think King David got it now. So the question is, do you have it now? (laughs) Are you going to search? Are you going to look? Look, there are a lot of ways to know whether or not you have this hidden sin in you. We have to be obedient and we have to humble ourselves. And the love that we have for God must be stronger than our need to protect ourselves. Even though our lie that we've, you know, said doesn't protect us, but in our mind it does. And the love that we have for God must be stronger than our fear of being found out that we have sinned. In fact, and I want you to listen to this, so if you've been asleep this whole time, Listen to this one thought. I find that when other people make a mistake, we call it a sin. And when we sin, we call it a mistake. Let me say that to you one more time, because I I really want you to get this, because it's this whole rationalization thing that goes on in us. I find that when somebody else makes a mistake, we can call it a sin. And when I or we make a sin, when we sin, we call it 
a mistake. <laughs> Are you willing to own that thought? Some of you will say, oh, there's no condemnation, right? Romans 8, 1. There is no condemnation for those who are in Messiah Yeshua. Hey, I'm not condemning you. However, I am asking you to find what you've been hiding. And nobody knows. Probably your spouse doesn't even know. But how often does your spouse try and tell you something and you say, not now? Or I can't deal with this now. Or... You just don't listen, right? Once we know about our sins, which is really maybe the most difficult part, then we are to repent. Acts three nineteen and 20. Listen to this one. Repent, therefore, and return so your sins might be blotted out. Why? So times of relief might come from the presence of Adonai, and he might send Yeshua, the Messiah, appointed for you. Definitely gives us a sense that when we sin, as we know, we are separating ourselves from God. Not repenting keeps us at a distance. We need to repent. Second Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some considers slowness. Rather, he is being patient towards you, not wanting anyone to perish, but all to come to repentance. Okay. First John 1 8 says, if we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous. Uh, I'm sorry, he is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Well, look, this is all I have today, uh, the time. So let me just mention that you need to prepare for these coming days, these appointed times. Call Karen and ask her for the morning affirmations. And I also have, for those of you who have a problem with um, examining yourself, I have a checklist. Yeah, it's a list of attributes. It's, it's a list of sins. It's spiritual acts of service and a few other questions. If you would like that, because you know this is going to be hard for you to examine yourself, then my suggestion is let us send you free of charge this uh, inspection checklist and we can email that to you all you have to do is call karen and ask for this at caller at 813-831-5673 look you might be saying i meet with god every day and i hope you do however that shouldn't change our response to god of one of obedience he says it's an appointed time when we should meet with them, and so let us do that, right? Uh, finally, I would just mention that if you would be interested in an all-night prayer meeting uh, at Shoresh David in Tampa, we're going to have that from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. 
on the 9th, Saturday evening to Sunday morning, the 9th of September. And we'd love for you to come pray with us. If you stay the whole night and stay till the morning, I cook breakfast for you. How about that? Any rate, please email us. Stay in touch. Again, if you'd like to give to the Messianic community in Houston and Louisiana, just, again, call Karen. Uh, she'll let you know how you can contribute, 813-831-5673. Um, May the power of God's word and his spirit saturate you this day as you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.